Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Monday morning. And uh, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So praise God. He's given us another day to serve Him. And, uh, you know, it's a day above ground. It's always a good day. So I um, I want to make a little apology. Uh, The um, uh, As beautiful as it was, uh, uh, the song that I was playing, I can only imagine, uh, I didn't realize I uh, was being sung by uh, Brigham Young University, which is a um, is a Mormon school. As you know or may not know, Mormons are not Christians, despite what they say. They are a cult, and uh, had I been aware of that, I would not have played that version. Although, uh, God can always take what Satan has used and make it for good, but uh, uh, I... Um, been a lot of arguments with, uh, or I want to say arguments or debates uh, with Mormons, and uh, see they got a problem with the Trinity, and they have a problem with the deity of Christ, and that uh, we're all little gods uh, who be in our own world. So see, you know, there's when you get into those doctrinal distinctives, that's where the problem. When you get, I don't care if it's a cult. Or a church, when they got a problem with the Trinity, when they have a problem with the deity of Christ, right there's red flags. Run, do not pass go. Just, I mean, you need to get away from that. And so uh, that's why, you know, just it, it made me cringe uh, that I had uh, shared that. Uh, you know, it, it was beautiful. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, what they, how they sung that was beautiful, and uh, that song's. Uh, uh, I can only imagine is uh, is a great song. I just wish I'd played the original, uh, and because uh, I don't want to give support to a to a cult. So I hope you understand where I'm coming from. But uh, it was a beautiful song. But then that's why I went ahead and went, jumped to another song real quick and uh, started playing something else. But uh, but now the song I can only imagine is a beautiful song. Uh, the movie was very heart touching. I don't know how many people seen that we, to get the history behind the song. And uh, very touching, and um, but I, I have never heard that uh, version of that before, and uh, so I hope uh, I hope you overlook my uh, ignorance when I shared that there. But anyway, um, let's go ahead and stand. Let's do our uh, pledge of allegiance this morning. Let me get up here. All right, pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. There we go. Praise the Lord for that wonderful pledge we get to say each morning. I didn't get to say good morning to those I could see watching this morning. Uh, Good morning to Christy and Jennifer and Sheila, uh, Amy. Uh, See who else we have here. Uh, that's all the ones I can see. I see that there's more than that watching, but those who have an angel, I'm overlooked angel, so glad you're all watching, uh, this morning, and, uh, appreciate you all tuning in, and, uh, and now it's a wonderful thing we get to, to say this wonderful, uh, pledge of allegiance, and, oh, good morning to my wife, Brandy, but, uh, it's a wonderful thing we can, uh, say this pledge of allegiance, and it was, um, I tell you, you know, I, you know how I feel about the whole uh, kneeling fiasco. Uh, to me, it's cowardly. It's uh, it, it resolves nothing. To me, it's just a, a vain attempt to uh, garner attention, and uh, accomplishes nothing at all. And it had this little 
I saw on John City Press on Facebook this little guy trying to defend uh, these cowards, and uh, uh, it just uh, you can just tell you just a little liberal. Uh, to me, there's no no defending uh, the disrespect. You can call it what you will. Blatant disrespect is all that it boils down to. And if they're so, like I said before, if they're so concerned about racial injustice, uh, I, for, for one, I like to know their examples of racial injustice. If they go to the Black Lives Matter mantra, uh, which is full of, talks full of fallacies, uh, you know, it, it uh, uh, you know, uh, trying to say that whether it's a, you know, it's not to say that there are not instances of racial bias, uh, you know, as long as sins of the world, those kind of things are going to exist. But if you're attacking a cop, running from a cop, you know, and then I don't care what color you are, you know, you should be in a shock at uh, the repercussions of that, uh, what's going to happen. But if these people are really that concerned with it, then what, what difference are they trying to make? Uh, what, what are they doing in the community to make a change? They're, they're doing nothing. You know, get on their little knees and uh, for a ball game. Uh, if they think they're doing something, by, it's just it's baloney, guys. It's just it's just baloney. It, it makes you so mad. Good morning, Terry. Uh, but uh, it just makes you so mad. It really does. And I know it's outraged a lot of people, on me, particularly in our community. And uh, I have zero use uh, for ETSU anyway because they're liberal ideologies. And uh, to see this disrespect, I, uh, I just I have zero use for them at all. Or anyone who burns the flag or uh, kneels. That's another thing, this little turkey head in this little article in uh, regards to burning the flag and such. Uh, I don't know. I guess I was just raised with a sense of... Uh, patriotism and respect and love for this country apparently these things was not instilled uh, in these individuals and uh, I don't get it but anyway it is what it is and uh, I just I just we don't start speaking up and uh, fighting back against these liberals it's only gonna get worse people I'm just telling you right now it's it's only going to get worse we, we better Pull your heads out of the proverbial sand, or wherever else your head may be. <laughs> We're going to have to start uh, making a voice, man. Uh, I mean, remaining, uh, you know, the so-called silent majority cannot remain silent no longer. You're going to have to start standing up and making a voice. That's Christians, conservatives, or Christians, con Christian conservatives. Uh, you know, just because you're conservatives make you a Christian. That's why, you know, I, I made that distinctive. But uh, you're going to have to... Uh, uh, Stand up. You're going to start making a voice. These liberties, once they're gone, they're gone for good. You won't get them back. And uh, so you better uh, better wake up. All right. Let's go ahead and do a look at our verse this morning. First uh, John 5, 14. And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. All right. Praise the Lord in the, for this good word this morning. And I want to... Um, I want to read verse 15 as well, so we kind of get a full context of our discussion this morning. First uh, John 5, 14, again, says, In this confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. Now, when we read uh, God's word, uh, and, you know, there's some that, pull this out of context uh, the the name it claim it uh, as they're referred to that uh, uh, you know anything that I ask of God it's going to be mine so if I see a, a Maserati driving down the road and I 
name it and claim it in the name of God, it's going to be mine. That, that is such bogus baloney I have ever heard in my life. And, uh, you know, it is, uh, God's not here, uh, that's not his point, is to bless your pocketbook. That's why i got problems with people like T.D. Jakes and, and uh, Joyce Myers and some of these other people out there. They're all about uh, blessing the pocketbook. You know, they, in fact, I think it's T.D. T. D. Jakes, I don't mistake, even had people hold up their, their, their wallets and their checkbooks uh, in, in, in different uh, uh, services. It's not, God isn't here to bless your your finance. I mean, God may bless you financially, and that's great, and that's good, and uh, you know it's wonderful. Praise God that He He does give those blessings, bonus. But that's not what it's about. We're here to to pray and to seek God out. He's more more worried about our where we're at spiritually, where we're at uh, uh, for our in our eternal estate. That's what 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 God is focused about. That's what we need to be focused on and be concerned with. With the eternal, not with the temporal. Uh, yes, we have, we need to have, we have to have food to eat. We need a roof over our heads, you know. But God may provide the means and the ways to obtain the things that you need, uh, you know, providing the job, uh, the finances to afford the things that you need. But there's a difference between needs and wants, you know. And we go to God in prayer over different things uh, that we may be dealing with, uh, maybe job related, or or should I accept? This position at this company, uh, Lord, should I accept a, uh, this promotion? You know, those kind of things are okay to pray about because you're you're trying to make a life decision and you're offering that prayer up to God. And, but our ultimate goal, though, is to be God-centered, God-focused in our prayers. Uh, God does hear our prayers. You know, that's why I've heard people say, "Well, God never answered my prayer." God's going to answer those prayers. You know, it may not always be in the time frame you want it, you know, because we want an instant response. You know, we want, when we pray, we want God to say, you know, and it'd be awesome. Uh, trust me, there's there many times that I've prayed about things, but things I've even prayed about as much as yesterday I was praying about. I wish God would just part uh, the clouds, uh, if you will, and say, Matt, here's exactly what I want you to do. Here's exactly where I need you. Here's That would be an awesome thing, you know, but it doesn't work that way. Now, there may be times we may get an instantaneous response and, and God may immediately reveal something in your heart uh, and give us a direction to go. But, um, uh, you know, but a lot of times we, uh, God wants us just to wait and wait on him and not get ahead of him. You know, I've made that mistake in, in pursuing employment, uh, in, in relationships. I've got ahead of God. Instead of waiting patiently on God's response, I wanted what I wanted and I wasn't praying according to his will. You know, we can't uh, know the mind of God, obviously. We can't know the mind of Christ because we are finite beings. There's no way to know an infinite God. But to be Christ-centered, uh, praying in his will, praying humbly before God, seeking him out, submitting fully to him. You know, so we have this uh, this problem with trying to, to, to bend God's will to our own instead of submitting ourselves to him. We need to ask one thing that God does. He searches out the humble. Are you going to God in all humility and praying, Lord, uh, what is your will for my life? What will you have this to be done? You know, I've told you this before. You know, my... Uh, my parents are getting older. You know, I'm, I'm uh, next year. I'll be 50 years old, and it doesn't seem possible. And it's just going to be a reality. The older I get, the less time I have with my parents. It's just, it's just, that's just fact. I mean, you know, and you know, the chances are I may, I, you know, I could go before them. 
but uh, statistically, you know, the, the, of course, the, the natural order of things, normally the parents go before the child. And it's not always the case, but that's the way it should be. But, uh, you know, one thing that I pray, and I'm praying for strength now because how close I am with my dad, is, Lord, you know, give me the strength to accept what I cannot control. Give me the ability to have the uh, strength to endure that pain and that loss and the peace that can only come from you. I pray for that because I want to be prayed up now. You know, you, that's what I was talking about the other day. You can't start praying in the middle of the battle. You need to start be praying before the battle begins. And, uh, you know, it helps to know when you know where somebody is at. You know that you're going to see them again, but it still does not eliminate that loss and that pain in that situation. So that's why I start praying up now. I pray for the church. I pray for the people in the church. I pray for, you know, because and I, but I want to seek God's will. What Lord, what is your will for the direction of the church? You know, when Dad started uh, Fountain Life Bible Church, he had a clear distinctive of where what he wanted and where he wanted the church to go. Well, you know, for that specific time and place in history, that was the right direction for it to go in. And, uh, uh, and, and for a place... Uh, for everyone and anyone who can, you know, because at, at that time in particular, see, you didn't have churches with contemporary services like you're seeing now. And I don't, when I, I, I'm not being uh, smart when I kind of chuckle like that. I just, I just meant that, um, uh, you know, at that time, most churches were very staunch, very, you know, you wear a suit and tie to church and, and women don't wear pants. I mean, you know, there's a lot of legalistic things going on at the time the church, our church was being built. So you didn't see a lot of uh, pastors who who uh, would wear a t-shirt and, and jeans to preach and that was just like holy cow you know who does that? you know you wear whatever you wanted to that was an oddity at that time you know for a church to have a car and box show we you know uh, we was probably one of the first if not the first to really do that around this area uh, you know there's a lot of things we did or, or dad did rather that in the, in the beginning or reaching out to bikers and and things like that it was was not heard of you know but now it's not uncommon for churches to have uh contemporary services it's not uncommon for preachers to wear jeans and a t-shirt or ride a motorcycle or have car buses there's a lot of things that we did i remember in high school uh that i literally remember people saying you have drums in your church you have electric guitars in your church that was just you know unheard of so that's why i pray what you know it's not that i want to change that dynamic uh, by no stretch of imagination, but I, you know, I have to constantly be praying, Lord, where do you want us to go from here? Do we continue on the road and the path that we are on? Is there is it a different direction you want us to go into? Is there different areas we need to be ministering in that we're not or haven't been uh, been uh, striving for? You know, what what are these things? You know, I want to pray, God, what is your will? Every time I do a sermon, Lord, what is your will? What would you have uh, uh, those? Uh, out there to hear, uh, you know, uh, in the mornings, you know, I want to make sure God's will is being done uh, each and every day. And that's what we need to do. You know, so God's word, there's a reason why God says seek him out early, you know, and that's why I do these devotions so early. I want to encourage your walk uh, early in the morning so that uh, that will start your day off on that right direction. I don't know what you're dealing with. You know, I don't know, uh, you know, and really in a sense, I kind of feel like these morning devotions are kind of like many counseling sessions, uh, so to speak, because there are areas and issues that so many of us deal with uh, and we need that guidance uh, to see what God's will is. We may not always pray, you know, in, in accordance to God's will. We can be very selfish sometimes in our prayers. 
And we have to be very aware of that. And God, what is your will? What is your will for my life? What is that? You know, uh, we've got, uh, I see Jennifer Williams on here. She's a teacher and wonderful, sweet lady. You know, and, and for the teachers out there, Lord, you know, how can I be a better witness for these children? How can I be, you know, what, how can I be, you know, focused on, uh, uh, you know, because the public school system in particular, you know, they, they're not uh, big on uh, uh, sharing Bible lessons in the school <laughs> because they get, uh, get sued. But, you know, sometimes you can be a shining example without even uttering a word uh, about uh, Scripture or, or God. Uh, you know, there's instances and times when, I was substitute teaching, and particularly in the area of high schools, and I always loved to ask them, say, what do you think I, I do for a living? I, I, the number one response I got was uh, Harley mechanic, <laughs> so, but because uh, of my, I guess because of my tattoos and stuff, and uh, and kids would ask them, what what does those tattoos mean? And so, see, you know, I'm not telling you to get tattooed out there, but I'm just saying that uh, uh, I was able to use these to minister because I had this uh, the this big one here, and of course I got this one. I don't know if you really, how can I, there we go, this one here about the Trinity. And uh, I would tell people, uh, tell those kids now, if I to explain these tattoos, it's going to involve talking about the things of Jesus Christ. And they said, well, we don't care. I said, all right. I said, I don't want to hear no, no, no flack from any parent because you requested it. And so then I would talk about, uh, um, about Jesus and that uh, there's no greater love than this, than a man who gives his life for his friends. I talk about how Jesus died on the cross for them. I would talk about uh, this tattoo, the Trinity, that because uh, the Trinity is so hard to understand. But uh, you know, we have uh, uh, that the Father is not the Son; the Son is not uh, the Father. And you know, and then you have Deus, uh, which is God. God is the Father. God is the Son. God is the Spirit. You know, and it kind of ties all that in together. So I actually got the opportunity to have a little uh, sermonette with these kids uh, in regards to you know the, these tattoos. But you never know. Like Jennifer, she's talking about her daily. That's her daily prayer. You know, whether you're a teacher, a mechanic, a custodian, CEO of a company, whatever, whatever you do, retired. You know, there's a couple right down the road here from me. They have retired, and they volunteer their time with a good Samaritan. They travel all over the place, help building homes. And stuff. Even in retirement, there are things in that God can use you, and you need to pray, pray in God's will. As we're reading here this morning is in this confidence. We need to have that confidence in Jesus Christ. We need to have that confidence in God Almighty, that he is hearing our prayers, that he is listening that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. If we're praying in all humility and praying before God, he's going to hear those prayers. You know, and people have asked me, if you're not saved, does God hear your prayers? I, I am. I believe that the only prayer that God hears is the prayer of salvation. After that prayer of salvation, then I do believe that God uh, does hear those prayers. I think that out of God's mercy, he may respond to a prayer uh, for those who are unsaved, but I do out of his sheer grace, I really do. But uh, predominantly, I believe the really prayer that God only hears is that of the prayer of salvation. And then uh, beyond that, then he hears those prayers on a daily basis. So that's why when we accept Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we have that confidence and that he does hear us. And as verse 15 says, and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. We can ask God anything. I mean, you're, you're, it's not that you have to, there's a certain order of how you are to pray. You just need to pour your heart out to God. 
praise him and thank him for the things that he has given you. Ask for forgiveness uh, for your sins, intentional, unintentional, or sins you're not even aware of. Ask him for those things and understand the difference between want and needs. And, 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 say, and tell God, here's what I want, but is that your will? Here's what I need. Is that is this your will? Can you help provide a way to provide that need? I mean, there's ways you need to pray. There's not a... a, a, a you know, it's not like the Pharisees and Sadducees who have repetitive prayers so that those in the public could view and see them. And uh, it's, it's not, you know, it's not about repetition. It's just pouring your heart out to God, and sometimes just listening. You know, sometimes it's not even saying a word. But understand, God's going to hear those prayers. And I've had people say, "Well, like, who've gotten mad at God?" Well, I prayed for a parent, a mother, a sister, a brother, a child, and for God to heal them. And he didn't answer that prayer, so I want nothing to do with God. God answered that prayer. And if they were saved, he brought healing upon them. It might not be on this side of heaven, but it was on the other side of heaven. And they were completely and totally healed. He might have answered that prayer, but not in a way that you thought he was going to. And it doesn't mean to minimize pain, but we understand the reason why we have pain in this world is because of the fall of man, because of sin. And Satan wants to cause that division between us and God. And while we're on this earth, these temporary pains will be here, and we will have to suffer these things. We'll have these trials. But one day we get to spend an eternity in heaven, and we get to be with those who went on before us, and we get to see them again. So as painful and hard as that is, God's going to hear those prayers. But understand, we have to pray according to his will. There's no way finite man can understand an infinite God and know that he is in control. And I know it's always hard to understand sometimes that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. But all things work out according to God's plan. We have to trust in that and understand it. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for this opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, be with us each and every day. Lord, help us to walk closely with you, to understand your will for our lives. Let us always come before you in all humility. And Lord, let us serve you well. Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, uh, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray for as we do every day for our nation's leaders and the people of this nation, that you'll touch their hearts and minds before it's too late. They'll come to know you. Lord, as I uh, pray each morning, not only for the congregation, our church as a whole, our members in it, uh, and uh, Lord, those watching this morning, and Lord, you know their hearts and minds and needs. And Lord, take them where they need to go. Bless them mightily. Lord, I do pray for our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, uh, who's having to have a few more treatments uh, for her cancer, Lord, that everything go well, bring healing upon her. Same with Ginger Hood and Wendy Lee. I do pray for uh, uh, Linda David Feathers and uh, Larry and Donna Knight. Uh, Lord, I do pray for uh, so many people, Lord, in our church that's just going through so much and dealing with so much and all the requests made and uh, the spoken and unspoken, Lord, let your will be done in each and every situation. Lord, I do be, pray that you be with each and every person watching and listening here this morning and that you lead God and watch you protect them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. And uh, uh, it's always a pleasure and honor to get to uh, do these devotions. And uh, don't forget uh, that if you, if you no longer want to do social media anymore, you can always watch live on flbconline.com. And uh, 
Uh, you can always listen. Uh, remember, it's audio only on Apple iTunes, the Dark Young Chronicles. I'm going to see, uh, as somebody asked me, David, it's on Spotify. I don't know how to get the uh, uh, podcast on Spotify. I'm going to check into that, see if we can get to broaden that, that outreach a little more. But uh, I do really hope everyone has a great day, a blessed day, a wonderful day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.